We are entering the second week of Promo Climax 2. Welcome to Beyond the Mic with the Captain and the Kingpin. Amir will be joining us, not from Starbucks this week, even though I don't even, I don't even think you heard that on the show last week. It might have been before we started recording, but needless to say, he won't be in any sticky situations this week. Uh, actually, Captain Dazzy Lee, I, I would suggest that you not promise things that you may not be able to deliver on <laughs> because yeah I, I tend to have that trouble <laughs> don't think that, yeah don't think just because a restraining order was sent out <laughs> <laughs> i definitely have trouble promising things i can't deliver because i've changed the, the climax schedule three times now uh, three times fool <laughs> third time to charm. Oh, yes it is let's hope <laughs> And we are joined this week by a debutante, not just to Max Rassen, but to podcasting in general. Fresh from his King of the Mike rematch against Moses Marquez, which had a 10% difference, not 9%. It is, of course, The Walker. How's it going? Travis, The Walker, Anderson, you, you are making your podcast debut, and you're doing it on Beyond the Mic. It is a pleasure to have you here. How are you feeling this morning, my dude? I am exhausted. <laughs> I'm running. I've been up for the past 20 plus hours. Just got home from work. <laughs> that, that's commitment. Yep. Yeah, I've been sitting in my car for probably about 45 minutes <laughs> waiting to do this. So I don't wake up my daughter. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing, Travis the Walker Anderson. I I am a bit of a diva, okay? So I, you know, I'm on I'm on what's called black people time. <laughs> and uh, so what happens is, you tell a black person, "Hey, we're starting at this time," and they think, "Great, I don't got to show up till 45 minutes after that." So here we are. Wait, that's the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix is also on black people time. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> he definitely is. Anytime we'll make an arrangement. Okay, we're going out. We'll meet 7 o'clock. Okay, we got a message from Phoenix at 7 o'clock. I'm just getting in the shower. <laughs> why, why didn't you get in the shower 30 minutes earlier? Then you'd be here on time. Yep, that's why you got to start <laughs> lying to people about what time things actually start. <laughs> oh, I have to do that all the time with my sister. God almighty, she is the absolute worst. No joke, um, like this past Christmas, I had to tell her, we're going to be here at 7 o'clock just so she'll show up on time two hours later. <laughs> here's the here's the funny thing, and 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 I'm sure we can probably just you know skedaddle on after this. But the funny thing about people who are not punctual is they never say, you know what, you're right. I'm I should fix that. They instead go, come on, man. You know you know who I am. Yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, 
it's on you, really. If you if you give me the proper time and I don't show up, isn't that one on you? You knew what I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also I was I think I was gonna announce this on Max this week, but I'll announce it now. Phoenix is finally up to date. He's usually about ten weeks behind listening to the show, but he's up to date, so he's gonna hear this one pretty pretty soon. Oh wow! I think I gotta admit I'm. I'm shocked. Yeah, Mike. Mike will be listening, and he's just falling off his chair. <laughs> I I'm a little scared too because I believe that I insulted the Phoenix with the idea that I'd have at least a year before he was going to respond, and now all of a sudden he may come back at me much sooner than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, as you mentioned, the Starbucks thing. I am pretty certain that was not on last week's episode. Yeah, it must have been before we started recording. It was yeah. <laughs> a little awkward. I'm not. I'm not well, going to mention well, it on air. I'm not going to put you on the spot unless you I, want basically, to. Basically, I. Yeah, you know, well, we're we're family, right? <laughs> we're 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 cer- we certainly fight like family. Uh, I I don't know. I can't remember. There's some pretty lady somewhere out there i don't know i can't remember who it is now but basically i think it was somebody mike interviewed oh yeah yeah she's uh i don't know man she just she looks like a a fantastic person anywho (laughs) i i just was saying mike brought her up and i was like yeah i i I know who you're talking about because i I kind of did what human beings do when they see somebody that interests them. They just go like, well, I'll just stalk their Facebook page. And I'm going on and on about, like, you know, stalking her page, which is just really code for I looked at a couple of pictures. But, you know, you got to say stalking because that's adding seasoning and flavor, you know, to the meal there. And I forgot that I was, like, sitting right in front of the Starbucks lady in the drive-thru. And she's just kind of standing there looking at me like, is this motherfucker admitting to a crime right here at my window? <laughs> and luckily you didn't give her your name to put on the cup. I sure didn't. They couldn't pronounce it anyway. Can you take a name? Yeah, name? Black Bane. My, my, yeah, my name is David Gillum. Yeah, make sure you spell that with a capital D. Thank you. They don't even put the names on cups at a Starbucks where I live. Oh, that's amateur. They do. Yeah. I hate hearing everything that y'all get to do. I spoke to you yesterday, Mayor, about about this. Is y'all have all this stuff in California that I don't fucking have here, and it pisses me. Uh, me too. I hate it. Here. <laughs> well, just to recap, Daz, so far the things that we have that. Travis says that he doesn't have access to. Yeah, that would be in and out, in and out burger. His name being his name being written on a Starbucks cup, and the sun shining for longer than five minutes. Well, I've got <laughs> one of those three. We get the names on Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. So if you live, if you live in the Carolinas, those are all the reasons why you got to get to California. <laughs> There's a lot more reasons than that, but just. I'm in a very small town in the mountains of North Carolina, and there's just nothing here. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so let's get into the climax because uh, we've just had the first round, which was um, Zach Herring falling short to the Demoness, who has developed a number one fan in Amir, so we'll talk that one first. I think she surprised everybody, like I promised. I was certainly uh, surprised because very much... Uh, Wow. I mean, the character... Here's the thing. I, I, I myself am a character, but I just kind of... I just kind of present myself and turn it up a couple of notches, or I don't know. But but, but the Demoness is one of those characters like the Fiend, like the Undertaker, where you, where you know inside of her... She is the demoness. The, the character, actually, that she plays is Nickel. <laughs> All right? That's, that's the character. The real person is the demoness, you see. And, and uh, that promo that she did that, that uh, took out Zach and in combination with the promo that she, she cut in RWG yesterday to kind of thank everybody who voted and stuff like that. I mean, my God, if that doesn't that doesn't get your motor going then you don't have a pulse my friend <laughs> and i feel sorry for everybody who's not in rwt because you didn't get to see a little bonus video from the demoness last night um which was a lot darker than the actual promo we saw it was absolutely incredible i yeah i, I like my yeah, i mean you can tell from my mask you know so i love the darkness i love the evil side of things, you know, and but that promo that she did yesterday in RWT was just incredible. And she will, I even said it last week to a few people, oh, she will be a force to be reckoned with. Actually, you know what? I'm going to add the video to the end of this show just so everybody else can see it. That'd be great. Uh, every, by the way, anybody who sees the video, Every heart that you see popping up came from me because I'm telling you, <laughs> that woman stole my heart yesterday, and okay. I I felt I felt this sense of uh, of euphoria. I was like, "What? Oh my god! This is so this is incredible!" And, but my favorite reaction, aside from my own, was Tony Kirkendall. <laughs> he writes, uh, <laughs> "He's like, um, what the fuck did I just watch?" <laughs> <laughs> Perpetually confused. Yeah, he's, he always seems to be out the loop. He's like, is this real or not? Is it scripted? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Am I in a box? Like, what day is it? <laughs> it's like Tony has finally made his way back to RWT. And it's like, what the fuck have I missed? Have I been asleep yeah. for a few years? It, it's like a wrestling fan. Think, we all know a wrestling fan. Who, who gave up on wrestling the moment that The Rock went away or the moment that Cena disappeared. Not that we could see him in the first place. Yeah. And then they <laughs> randomly come back and they're like, who are all these people? What's a fiend? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, Zach, in his promo, his, his promo was, uh, you know, very laissez-faire, very like, uh, couldn't, couldn't find a way to care less. Uh, I, I believe we weren't, we weren't worthy of his presence. What do you think about that strategy there, Travis the Walker Anderson? 
Well, I mean, here's the thing with Zach. I've known him for a few years. You know, uh, he's my best friend. And I could tell there was some nerves in there. You know, I mean, it was. you could see it with Nicola, uh, too. You know, there there's a lot of nerves. I remember my first promo, I was about to go insane with it. Yeah, I was nervous. But once he gets warmed up to it, and I'm not going to go too personal with this, but needless to say, last week was a rough week for the both of us. Um, it was a one-year anniversary of one of our good friend's death. And so it kind of came at a bad time. Um, so I think once he warms up to it, he could do some pretty great things. And can be up there. Here, um, he he's a trip though, and honestly, I wasn't expecting the strategy he was going with it. Mm. That definitely sounds rough. Um, I just thought it was short and sweet, to the point. You know, he didn't delve too much into it. I mean, I mean, it was almost like he was saving himself. Well, yeah. Uh, I've talked to him about it, and needless to say, what his thoughts of it and his reasoning behind it was to keep y'all good. It's it's interesting strategy because first off, it couldn't have been more fair. You, you had both, you had two people who were doing it for the first time going against each other, so that was fantastic. Um, now here's the thing about keeping us guessing is the climax is important enough that every point counts because one matchup can make the difference between you getting to the final or not because there's no way to really determine how the other matchups are going to go and if another people are going to lose enough of their matches to put you over. And trust me, I know that pressure from last year. So I think Mr. Zach's promo was, was great. I was a little surprised that he didn't utilize um, all of his time but I, I liked what he did. As his promo was it, it, it was great. The only problem was he just happened to be pitted against the DMS. And he should have no shame in losing to the DMS because I, I don't here's a question. Who could who could beat her at this point? Me. <laughs> <laughs> well that seems easy. That gave no thought. Me. <laughs> Can you see my hand? <laughs> it's a possibility but it's going to have to be in the final because obviously you're in uh, separate blocks um, also the, po the points are a little bit different this year I think last year it was two points for a win this year it's three points because we've got more matches um, so an odd number is always fun yeah <laughs> still one point for a draw not that anybody's had a draw yet but we've only had two matches uh, actually, Nicola and Zach came very close to a draw. It was, let me take another look, 51% to 49. Wow. That was really, really close. And I think that's the best thing about the, that matchup between the two of them. I mean, nobody knew either one of them. And so... 
I think both of them should have went bigger to make that bigger impression. And but I feel like they both kind of took a step back to keep us wanting a little bit more to see what they do next time. Well, um, we we definitely know we're going to get more from Nicola after that RWT video, but I can't wait for her next match, which is against Robert Davis. That's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, man. Robert Davis, I you know, he's... You never know who you're going to get. He's almost like Mick Foley. He's got, you know, a couple different faces. Mm. Um, you know, one of them being Crazy Eyes, the other being the Statman, which is a classic all-time Oh, character. we need the Statman back. <laughs> yeah, bring the Statman back. And then... But then we have the Robert Davis that we saw uh, in the promo championship at Promo Slam, which is some version of, you know, fuck everybody. I don't give a shit about anything. I really don't, you know. It, it was like Robert Davis with an attitude. I'll be interested to see who he brings against uh, Nikola. I suspect it would, it would have to be Crazy Eyes. Or, or maybe because you can't out-demon the demoness, maybe the right way to go is the Statman and try to come with a little bit of comedy. Yeah. Um, it was against Mike, wasn't it? The, the only time we've seen the stat, man. Yes, and then they, uh, they afterward, they formed the duo known as Stats and Facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on to the other match that we saw last week, which was um, between the Walker Who's With Us and Moses Marquez, a.k.a. the Crippler. The new Moses Marquez. <laughs> which which seemed to do the job he he got 55% over 45 again very close only because I told everybody to vote for him <laughs> great it's strategy such a, what a strategy yeah that's the problem okay Travis Walker Anderson I'm glad that you're on the call so I can tell you this to your face you're a fucking asshole and here's why <laughs> here's why it's such a soundproof strategy. Anybody anybody would want that. So basically, you compete against Moses Marquez, but you make sure to tell everybody to vote for him. So the reality is, if you win the match, you can go, damn, motherfucker, I told everybody to vote for you, you still lost. But if you lose the matchup, which happened to be the results, uh, spoiler alert, in this uh, particular case, you can go, yeah, well, I told everybody to do that. So... Either way, you kind of positioned yourself to win, even though you didn't necessarily get the points. Well, here's here's the thing. Uh, I know how much Moses wanted it. He needed that win, and and I want I want to see more from Moses. I absolutely love the guy. He's such a great guy. I have all the respect in the world for him. And, I mean, come on, 91%, okay? <laughs> that, that's, that is bad. So, I figured, let him have his victory lap, get that confidence, and do even better, because I know he can. And, yes, I can still hold it over his head. Somebody did it last year in the tournament, and I can't remember who it was. I'm sure it was Moni who said vote for Robert. 
uh, Robert said it to Moni in that was the first it. round. I knew it was King between those two. Yeah, and King of the Mike. Oh, it was King of the Mike. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody did it in the Climax last year as well. Um, well, we all know Butcher voted against himself for Moni. Well, yeah, we all know that. <laughs> I didn't even watch the Climax last year. I wasn't really active in the group then. And I still know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a great strategy because at the end of the day, whether you're the walker or whether you're the butcher, if you take a loss to somebody, but you voted for that person and you reveal that, or in your video as the walker, you just go tell everybody else to vote for that person, then at least in your own mind, you could go like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't really a loss so much as me gift wrapping a win and handing it over to me. <laughs> right. Um, Cause I got Emir, mercy in my heart. Emir, you said it yourself. I'm an asshole. And here's why <laughs> um, I will prove that even more. I think that this win for Moses will be his only win. Oh. In the in the whole climax, bold prediction and a tough sell because Moses Marquez is he didn't just have a huge chip on his shoulder after what happened. He had that bowl of guacamole on the other shoulder as well, um, and he he has been plagued. I'm telling you, he's been plagued by this whole nine percent thing. You have you have no idea. I mean. Would you know? Here's a, a little known fact. Moses Marquez doesn't often check how much battery he has left in his cell phone. But every time he's looked at it lately, it always seems to be on nine percent. And that's that's a thing that your brain can do to you. Like when you when your mind gets fixated on a number, and it's not his fault. It's your fault, Travis the Walker Anderson. And and it's the fault of, of, of Mike Larkin and it's the fault of, of the butcher and, and anybody else in the group that the moment the name Moses Marquez pops up, they immediately go, oh, yeah, 9%, EC4. It's just like these things are going in combination with each other. So Moses Marquez comes up with the crippler, and I think he was, like, wearing a hood or, or towel, a towel in the yeah. head. I can't remember which one. Yeah, there we go. And there was, like, a fan in the background to create a lot of, like, you know, chaos of, like, oh, somebody forgot to turn off the fan. But he... <laughs> Why that's important is because Moses Marquez has said from the beginning, you know, I'm I'm not a pro, I, I'm not a promo is what he always says. I'm not a promo. I don't cut promos. And he stepped outside of his comfort zone, um, which he got a lot of good reps because of drama happening between him and the butcher. So the one good thing about the drama happening between him and the butcher that's happened, you know, for a long time now is it really awakened a beast inside of Moses Marquez and it forced him to kind of like hone his craft and like go like, instead of saying, I'm not a good promo, he just started going, fuck it. I'm going to dive in and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Um, and I would say that the result is what he wanted. Now there was a video on RWT yesterday um, of Moses taking a victory lap. And I would caution you, Moses, if you're listening to this, the problem with people who stop to celebrate is that that's, 
even less time that they have to prepare for the next matchup, which is important in your case because I believe you got an, another matchup coming this week, which we'll, I'm sure we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. So, young man, a victory over Travis DeWalker Anderson, it's not like it's not as if you won the whole thing. So, don't lose your focus because with one battle down, you got every other battle left to go. Do y'all remember at Fighter Fest? It was, uh, I want to say, a, the tag team match or a fatal four way or something with MJF. He comes out to the ring, calls Jungle Boy a dollar store Tarzan. <laughs> last week, last week, I went live in the group and I called Moses a dollar store butcher. Because, and hear me out, go back, watch his promo he did, and then go back and watch Butcher's promo from Promo Slam. It's basically the same thing. They said basically the exact same thing, just worded different for copyright reasons, the way I put it. (laughs) and I think going, as you called it, the boom block. Yeah, right? B stands for boom. And we got we got Lewis, we got Butcher, you got me, we got Starwalker, you know. This is a large group and of some of the best. And Moses is up against that. And he's just ripping off stuff that Butcher's already said. He's going to have to do something more, and I hope with this win that gives him the confidence to step up. Hmm. Well, we're going to see those two clash on August 28th? Or it'll be that is, that... 30th on this year. Butcher versus Mo- Moses Marquez? Is, oh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? It's good. Okay, so there's – that's fantastic, and that's a long time coming. And those two, it won't just be about that climax matchup. They they will have a lot to say to each other because they, they are two people who have a history of having bad blood between one another, mm-hmm. but they've never had the pleasure of actually facing each other in a, in a promo competition – It'll be like Butcher versus me or Butcher versus someone else and Moses versus somebody else, but all they can, can talk about is each other. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's also Butcher's first match in the tournament. Obviously, it would have been a second, but uh, the match of Lewis was cancelled, which we won't get into on the show. If you know, you know. Um, but yeah, like you said, Moses is, is up again again this week so is a walker that's the thing at the climax sometimes you get a week or two off between matches sometimes you're in back to back weeks um, Moses is pulling three weeks in a row so this week well, he's you know, got to have that uh, Walker's got uh, Chris Maldonado which is also Chris wow. and Tabda's first matches this week I'm a yeah, like we said last week, Tavda's been pretty quiet after his first initial introduction into RWT. 
um, but he's st kind of stayed off the radar between the promos, so he's bringing probably bringing some surprises as well this week. For sure, uh, I'm excited about to have the here's here's really what I've gone through uh, personally is like you know not everybody was added to the climax at the same time. Different mm -hmm. people joined at different times, and there's a lot of new faces compared to what was around last year. And so I just at the beginning, just based off of who was in the King of the Mike tournament, it's like, okay, I know this group of people. I've seen them all. I know what they can do. And then a guy like Tab that came out of nowhere, and I was like, wow, who is this guy? Then there was the added um, the added version of, uh, of Lewis being able to compete in the promo climax. And I was like, holy crap, Lewis is going to be in there. I think so far... Correct me if I'm wrong, Dad, because I think Lewis has literally only faced me so far in any promo competition, right? Uh, yep. As far as I know, yeah. And so that's so. There's that, and then then Nicola popped up, and I was like, I'm so happy that I'm on the sidelines, <laughs> <laughs> just reporting on the shit because you know last year was amazing and it was incredible, but when you see the way the competition has been up this year, it's like, whew, thank goodness I don't got to deal with this shit. This is, this is too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I just realized with Lewis as well, um, since the match with Butcher was canceled, we're not going to see Lewis compete until September 25th. Wow. But then he's got September uh, 2 in October, maybe three. Yeah, so after that first match, he's just all in. <laughs> and his first match is against Moses Marquez. Uh, that's going to be a good one because Moses Marquez brought Lewis into the group. And for the first few weeks, no, they tried to separate themselves immediately, but they couldn't. Uh, I wouldn't let him... And Butcher wouldn't let them, you know. We, I let him. Yeah, we kept calling. He was like, Lewis is like, oh, that's Moses Marquez's boy. That's your boy. That's your boy. Your boy, Moses Marquez. Smart Cloud, Fourth Last, Smart Rock Radio. It's like, <laughs> that's your boy, Moses. But, oh, but we saw very quickly, actually, that Lewis, when he began to try to take over RWT and stuff like that, he didn't disclude Moses. He was going at Moses. Moses, you can get it too. <laughs> so he uh, <laughs> he did he did the work to finally separate himself from the man that brought him in, and that's that's going to be a great matchup. But um, Travis the Walker Anderson, you got Chris Maldonado, man. What are your thoughts? AOPW versus RWT. Yeah. Well. Y'all know how I get when somebody pisses me off. <laughs> uh, he he betrayed RWT. What, what can I say? Um, I believe both of you have actually already seen my promo. And I know Emir had quite a bit to say about it. Um, the... the this entire competition for promo climax, everyone is going to see a new 
side of me. And I don't know exactly how well it's going to play out. I don't know how people are going to think about it. But I'm going to throw in a little bit of comedy and I'm going to still be ruthless at the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name names, but people have lately been calling me a clown and a joker. So I'm going to prove to them that if they want me to be a joker, I'll be a joker. And I think everybody's going to see that. Yeah, it worked with Mike at at, uh, Promo Slam. Well, uh, Mike's new gimmick is the impersonator. (laughs) Yeah. And then up against, uh, up until yesterday, he's the only person that's been able to beat me. The only one. And What are you talking about, Travis Walker Anderson? I I went against you. Yeah, I lost. Yeah, you did. (laughs) 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 oh man it's been crazy and I don't know what it is Michael Larkin he is a trip I love him to death but he's got my belt I I saw I saw a post from Travis the Walker Anderson that really confused my brain and it basically said the Carolina Reapers are no more. What what is up with that? Well, you can thank Michael Larkin and you can thank the butcher for that. Um, my logic is this, you know, go look at the numbers. Who beat butcher at promo slam? Michael Larkin and me. We had more votes than him. So, therefore, the way I put it is the Reapers beat Butcher. And, yes, Michael Larkin got more votes than I did, so he's the champ. I don't have a problem with that. But anytime I watch Max and Butcher's going after me, when do you hear Michael Larkin having my back? I, well, I, I got to say this, you know, not not to jump on the bandwagon here, but anytime I ever heard Max and the butcher was going after me, I never heard Mike Larkin have my back, man. All right, we can we can cry on each other's shoulder about that. <laughs> and you know what? Anytime I've heard, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike's, Mike is very neutral. He, he kind of beats to his own drum. Yeah, he, he he's Switzerland. I told him that him myself. <laughs> and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But if if I'm going to be part of a team like what I thought we had as the Reapers. I would like to know that my partner has my back, you know. But don't don't go over here talking to this person and 
completely blow me off, then turn around running back to me and talking me up. I, I don't do that. I went through King of the Mic. I've done everything that I've done by myself. Might as well keep it that way. I mean, it's cool to have friends, but if you don't have my back, we ain't a team. That's fair enough. And plus, like I said earlier, he's the, even, I don't even count Moses. And Mike Larkin is the only one that has fairly beat me. And he's the champ. So I'm gunning for him. I guess also it's heavy man for himself in this tournament. Even though you're in different blocks, it still could be right. the final. Yep. Um, and the third match this week that we haven't discussed yet, which I'm really looking forward to because I don't know what to expect because they're both such nice people. I can't see any animosity. Is uh, Moni Lynn versus Daniel Crimmins, but uh, I'm expecting a little something different from Mr. Crimmins. Mr. Uh, Crimmins, he he holds uh, and he made it very clear a uh, few weeks back during the build to uh, Promo Slam, the Civil War. Moni Lynn sat on my porch, and we did a uh, we did a video together, and Daniel Crimmins commented on the video and was sure to rem- to remind Moni Lynn, let's not forget from last year's climax. I hold a victory over you. Yes, he does it. Um, yeah, I think it was his third match, maybe. Now, Moni Lin was originally not even supposed to compete in the promo climax, too, but due to some unfortunate circumstances surrounding uh, the beautiful Courtney Summers, Courtney was unable to compete. Daz reached out to Moni Lin, who graciously stepped in, and now we have the rematch that we never expected to get. Yeah. What do you think, fellas? I like that I'd, a lot. I would like to see Moni actually cut a promo this time. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, I haven't really gotten into the promo game until King of the Mic. So, I mean, I've seen y'all go live every once in a while over the years. But in King of the Mic, like, I, I, Daz, I know how much you liked it. What the hell was that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, and then I'm like, all right, so here, here's uh, Queen's Court. And I'll pull Butcher's move on that one. I gave them that name. <laughs> but... It, she it's time for a promo. She didn't even do one. She backed out, joined Emir, which I love. I'm so thankful for, which is awesome. We're family. Yeah, no hard feelings. But I have not yet seen her do a promo. Have, haven't you, though? Because one thing you have to realize is <laughs> styles is what makes fights. It's 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 about styles, and everybody has their own way that they approach it. And when you look at somebody like Moni Lin, you may think you've never seen her cut a promo, 
but that's because in your mind, you have a, a cookie cutter version of what you think a promo is. Moni Lynn does her version of a promo and it was good enough to beat the butcher and it was good enough to beat several other people. Uh, wasn't good enough to beat Daniel Crimmins. And that's that's what Daniel Crimmins holds over her. There's something though about Moni, you can't nobody can refute this fact. When she starts talking, people tune in and listen. She was doing these videos and then the build to the Civil War. And I'm telling you, she was talking for 40 minutes plus at a time with a crown on. You could say that it wasn't promo style. And I'm telling you, she was getting 70 views plus. Oh, just talk. Look, <laughs> I, I would do a podcast. I would do a podcast or something, put my heart and soul into it, do all this editing, take all this time to upload it. Three people will listen to it. And Daz, you better not comment because you can't relate, Mr. 5000. And um, <laughs> I I might get three people listening to a podcast. Moni Lynn puts on a crown and just puts her face on camera. 70 people immediately stop what they're doing. You feel the disturbance of the force? I think Moni's gone live. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just have to reiterate, five and a half thousand. There we go. There we go. Max, Max, Max Wrestling is a giant that anybody who does podcasting could only hope to like capture a percentage of. You guys, you guys are fantastic. Uh, it, it is an amazing, beautiful product, and I just got to stop and say, uh, it's always a pleasure for me to be able to, you know, participate with what you guys have going on and specifically yourself, Daz, I've said it before. It's a pleasure to even work with you, dude. Cause you, you're the motherfucking man period. Anybody who thinks differently, fuck them. I think everybody knows you're the man, no matter who it is, excluding nobody. Everybody knows that the captain Dazzy Lee is that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've been getting my post. <laughs> We've been getting so much of that lately, people are going to think I'm making you say this stuff. Tony Kirk and I was like, is this real or scripted? Exactly. <laughs> what did I just listen to? <laughs> so, what about, so Daniel Crimmins, Travis the Walker Anderson, I got to get your opinion of Daniel Crimmins. Um, Daz mentioned that these are probably the two nicest people on the earth, but Daniel may have something different to come with. What's your experience with Daniel Crimmins, Travis, and what do you expect him to do in the promo climax and against Moni as well? Honestly, I have no idea what to expect from him. Um, I kind of feel like something's going to be – he's going to do something a bit bigger. And I think he's going to have a little bit more excitement this go-around. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't – I mean, we – I've talked to Daniel Crimmins on a few occasions, but we don't really talk and we've never really interacted and I've never been up against him neither. So I, I don't know what to expect from him. I, honestly, I don't know what to expect from several people in this competition. And I, that's, that's what I love about it. Y'all know me. I I want fire. I want excitement. I want to fight, you know, and that's what I like to see, and that's what I hope to see. 
there's a there's a lot of nice guys in block A. We've got Crimmins, we've got Moni Lynn, we've got Zach, we've got Robert Davis. Um we've got P. I, I would see Teddy P, but he brought some serious fucking fire at Bromo Slam. <laughs> He's not a nice guy anymore. <laughs> nice guy. Like he can be a complete ass if he wanted to. And you cannot change the fact that he is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And uh, and then we had the demoness who I thought was nice, but then she she wants to hurt people, like seriously. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's amazing, bro. You know it's so funny. <laughs> she, I think she threatened me yesterday, but but um, <laughs> it, it, she it's like the it's like the you know when a sailor's on a ship and the fucking siren. You know, the, the mermaids are singing and they crash their ship into the rocks. I know she was threatening me, but it sounded so lovely. I just didn't give a fuck, you know? <laughs> oh, she was definitely threatening me. That was for sure. Yeah. I, I, would, I, I would really like to uh, go up against her in the finals for sure. Her or Mike? I don't know yet. I don't know. <laughs> Mike, because the belt will be on the line, but uh, me and Nicola, the demoness, we could have some fun for sure. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So uh, I, uh, I should probably explain actually um, that we cancelled Lewis and Butcher. However, obviously that means they're going to miss out on points. So at the end of the tournament, they're going to get a chance to call out anybody else from Block B. Uh, to gain those extra points that they were gonna could have gotten against each other, which will be November thirteenth. Uh, the only other match that week is the final match of the tournament, which is Robert Davis versus Mike Lark in the rematch of the King of the Mike final. And I I would I would love to say that I booked it that way. I didn't. It it was completely random, and it just happened to be the final match drawn. I don't I believe it was fantastic. Okay. The, the only match I guaranteed would happen and would happen in the first week was yourself versus Moses. Everything else was completely random. It is just too hard. I, I looked through the list of all the matches. I mean, you got me and the Butcher on Halloween. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, no. how, how can this not be rigged? You know what? That would have been the week after, but I changed the last couple of weeks to just two matches a week. So it happened to fall on Halloween. It would have been November 6th or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that that's going to be... That's I, I'll promise you right now, that's going to be my biggest promo in this entire damn thing. I'm hoping so. Uh, actually, both matches that week of Block B. It's Moses versus Chris Maldonado. Uh, Chris you Maldonado. Were... I want to make were... something clear for Chris Maldonado. He is, because uh, I feel like I didn't really speak much about him when he was brought up earlier. Chris Maldonado, in spite of the fact that he joined Evolution of Pro Wrestling, the reason why people have to watch out for Chris Maldonado is... Before he joined Evolution of Pro Wrestling, he was getting his reps in against a guy like Lewis. Okay, he was he was cutting promos against Lewis, defending me, 
And then after he joined Evolution of Pro Wrestling, he was cutting promos against me defending Lewis. And I say that to say, <laughs> let's let's not let's not act like it ain't what it is. Lewis from Evolution of Pro Wrestling is as much of a force to be reckoned with as literally anybody else. He's coming for your throat and he makes no apologies about it. And I know because I've I've dealt with the guy and he fucked me up. <laughs> right? It was I mean my ribs are still sore today. And and also in my own right, I'm a guy who cuts a pretty good promo. I've got my experience and and I can do what I can do. And if Chris Maldonado went up against Lewis several times just in the build initially and then went up against me several times so he's got his reps in and he had a really good match with ted p de Niro. He ultimately he didn't get the win um which i have no problem with in that instance uh but i'm just saying this is not a guy who is uninitiated he knows what he's doing he's calculated this guy is fantastic on a microphone uh he's a songwriter he's a performer he, you know he's, he's a rapper who, who performs on the stage who has who has an album out uh, with his friends, the Hooligan Zoo crew that could be purchased literally on iTunes and, and Google Play. This guy knows what he's doing with a microphone in his hand. And anybody who's facing Chris Maldonado, you better not take that match lightly or he's going to sweep your ass under the rug. Cheap I am up, I'm up against him this week, and head bobs don't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's a rapper, so the reason I'm looking forward to October 16th is because he's up against Tavda. Yes. We may actually get a battle rap. Well, I'll say this, Daz, my UK friend. There is... Hmm. <laughs> I, if, the difference between a rapper and a battle rapper is like... Tavda may have the edge when it comes to that because when you're rapping, you're not really expected to come up with things off the cuff. You can sit there and write things down. But when you're a battle rapper, yeah, you have to be able to say things right there in the moment. You have a lot more insults chambered than the than you know regular rapper. And that's man, I don't know, man. That's gonna be interesting. And and by the way, Ted P. De Niro also a rapper. Yeah. Uh, also, by default, most black guys are rappers. Hell, I rap. <laughs> Uh, but as we know, but uh, as we know, right? Um, kind of interesting that Chris Maldonado and Tepe De Niro had a chance maybe to take it there and didn't necessarily. But you know, we've seen in the past that a rap song has been introduced, you know, and it was and the results were, were just fine, you know. I did a song about the butcher, the butcher himself said it was a fantastic song. And that's things that people can do to to be more creative and to get more eyes and ears on their matchups so people can learn more about these characters and be more invested. So I, I hope something interesting like that does happen. Yeah, please, because it also gives me more to work with. <laughs> do you know who else could be a rapper? Because we talked last week about his machine gun responses, Mike Larkin. The guy, oh, talk, the yeah. guy talks ninety miles an hour. <laughs> I can't follow. Like I said, I'm from the mountains. I can't talk that fast. 
Not not that he doesn't Mike have enough Mike nicknames. Yeah. Not not he that he doesn't already have enough Pilsner. nicknames, but I'm gonna give him Machine Gun Mike. Machine Gun Mike. <laughs> <laughs> There's Machine Gun Kelly, but now you got Machine Gun Mikey. <laughs> Just don't go getting power bombed off no stages. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, those three matches that we just talked about will be hopefully uh, available, ready to vote after this show goes live. Uh, so that is, once again, Moni Lynn versus Daniel Crimmins in Block A and Chris Maldonado versus... Wait a minute, that's Block B. Chris Maldonado versus The Walker in Block B and Tavda versus Moses Marquez in Block B. All coming your way this week. It's going to be fun. It is, and I'm looking forward to it. And also, assuming that I, I, I kind of get things done in time, uh, you can expect to hear a little bit on this show as well from uh, from Chris Maldonado and Moses Marquez about their respective matchups this week. So make sure you guys tune in. The purpose of this show, Beyond the Mic, um, is for Daz and I to get a chance to showcase the competitors and give people the chance to buy in more to these characters, learn more about them, and uh, kind of feel more invested overall. So thank you, you know, to everybody who takes the time to listen to this show. And, and keep in mind, competitors of this competition, when you are up, when you get your chance to be on Beyond the Mic, that's your chance to let anybody who doesn't know, know who you are. And even if people do know who you are, they might not like you. And that's your chance to sway some people towards you and get people invested in your character because when it comes down to voting, all that matters. I mean, we're talking about uh, Zach and Nicola separated by, you know, 2%. That was probably one vote. I mean, who knows? It, it, it literally can become that close, and, and every point matters. This is about winning the promo climax, and this is about the chance to be the promo champion. So hopefully everybody gets – invested gets you know votes and tones in and just makes this the best thing it could possibly be yeah and you know what amir i'm scared <laughs> why is that because at one point we're gonna have to have the demon ass on the show <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude you're scared i can't wait i'm gonna wear my conversation hat that day <laughs> oh man i i'm i am her mortal i'll tell you that much <laughs> okay i'm going to close the show and then of course you will get to hear amir talk to uh tavdar and chris maldonado so for now i of course am dazzy dangerously and you can find me at dazzy mwp uh, be away where's people going to find you uh rwt type that in anywhere whether it's twitter uh instagram or of course the facebook group um you will be able to find me there, and thank you, thank you to everybody uh, who continues to add people to the group, and thank you to people who just keep showing up. I, I think it's fantastic, and I hope we all just continue to grow. Also, I want to send a big, uh, special appreciation to Robert Davis, who wasn't really feeling um, the tournament after everything that happened this weekend, but he's decided to continue anyway. So, thank you very much, Robert, um, and of course, our guest this week. Who is up against Chris Maldonado, the Walker? Um, yeah, I, I don't have any other social media accounts. I only got 
<laughs> Facebook, Travis the Walker Anderson. That's where you can find me. Um, that's another thing and, he hasn't got uh, that you've got in California, Ramir. Guys, <laughs> 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 get all the Snapchats and the Instagrams. <laughs> well, I had Snapchat, but for some odd reason, they locked my account for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't care. I didn't use it anyways. <laughs> uh, all I can say is my my final comment is me and Moses is over, so playtime is over. Alright, now apparently I have to do this on every Danger Zone production show, so you can find the butcher at <gasps> TOG69 Bay TV. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> and make sure you guys find the butcher. Uh, though we didn't get him versus Lewis, we will get to see the Butcher. And I got to say this about him. Um, though he lost the promo championship, I made it very clear after I saw those promos that the Butcher cut a fantastic promo. And it, and for me, it was a reminder. It should have been to everybody else, too. Just who the fuck he is and what the fuck he does. Don't sleep on the Butcher. Don't sleep on Lewis. And for Christ's sake, don't sleep on Travis the Walker Anderson. <laughs> this this is this competition is as fierce as it's ever been. It's as good as I've ever seen. Again, I'm thankful to not be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> it's going crazy. It's gonna be crazy. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube and like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Max Wrestling UK. Join RWT, Raw Wrestling Talk, and Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook. Actually, it's not Max Wrestling Interactive anymore. It's just Max Wrestling. Uh, and, of course, MP3 versions are available to download on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and CastBox. Also, make sure you check out MaxWrestling.net and the Four Corner Network at fourcornernetwork.wix.com slash podcasts. Join us this Thursday or Friday, depending if you're in the Facebook groups or not, for Max Wrestling. And, of course, next week for Beyond the Mic in week three of the promo climax. And remember, a little bit of advice for you. If ever there's anything you want to get off your chest, there's one simple thing you can do. It's very therapeutic. Pick up the mic. What do I expect out of the walker? Honestly, I expect that man, because he just came off a loss, correct? So I expect that man to come hungry. I expect that man to, 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 to bring, to bring it, point blank, period. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, he's just gonna be a pushover. I don't, honestly, like right now, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, I don't think that, I, I would never expect that out of that man. As far as promos, as of right now, he's he's up there. Uh, he's doing a, he's doing a fucking great job. I know he just lost, but uh, Moses Moses is <laughs> Moses is he's on something right now. So you feel me? Um, so that's what I expect out of him. And as far as me winning, look, man, I'm just gonna keep it a bill. Like I just I just told him. My whole energy, my whole funk, everything is kind of not not where I'm at. I'm not I'm not me right now. I will be me next time. You feel me? Next time. So 
I don't know if this is exactly what you wanted, but this is Chris being Chris, you know. So as far as why I think I'm going to win, I, I can't put that on me right now. You did. Um, yeah, so. What's going on, everybody? Moses Marquez. If you can't tell, so Emir asked me to uh, to talk about uh, promo climax two and how so far it's going, and uh, this is promo competition number two for me. So I'm a little bit more prepared going into it. I took on Michael Larkin to open it, just like in uh, King of the Mike, similar to King of the Ring, and. I got slaughtered there, but I came out victorious here. So you never know. There may be a rubber match at some time. Uh, but for this week, this week I have somebody I don't know nothing about. And that is Tab to Starwalker. At least that's what he calls himself. He also calls himself Dr. Nightmare. You know, I guess that's where he goes. You know what I mean? For me, I just call him the Crippler. But Dr. Nightmare, it is what it is. I don't know much about him. His, like... Limited promos show me that he's one to go to the dark side. But, uh, you know, one can only tell what that truly entails. So he had me, he, Emir asked me two simple questions. He says, what do I expect from my opponent? I expect something different from my opponent. Because right now with the whole, I'm just going to go dark, you sound kind of like everybody else. Everybody just goes dark. So I'm hoping for some originality, something I can sink my teeth into. And the second question is, do I think I will win? Am I that confident? See, the problem with that is, is as much as I want to be a confident man, I know nothing about my opponent. And this is not like going in there against Travis the Walker Anderson. Um, I know nothing. I'm going in blind. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the challenge. I'm excited to go 2-0 and in the B block. Excited to rack up those points. Because ain't nobody going to take me down from the top. So, do I expect to Do I expect to win? Yes. Do I think I'll win? Yes. Am I going to win? Yes. SoundCloud.com forward slash SmartMarkRadio. Appreciate you guys. And speaking of that, make sure you vote for me when the shit hits the dang. Peace out. Hello, Primo family. It is us, the Demoness. We wanted to make our presence known. And thank you all from our dark, dark souls for the vote. We appreciate it. (laughs) And we wanted to say hello. Hello, Kingpin. We are intrigued by you. (laughs) It's very nice to meet you. And we accept the challenge for the future but for all the votes 
we thank you very much. We are looking forward to causing more chaos and more destruction, destruction even, pardon us. <laughs> and we are liking, watching every one of your videos appear. They are very awesome. <laughs> we appreciate that Kingpin very much thank you we will not disappoint trust us so we wanted to say hello as we have been popping up in all of your videos the queen we are liking very much you are very beautiful and we cannot wait to have a challenge with you so our next person is Robert Davis and we are very excited to see what he does. Poor old Zach though, he did end up in hell because he made it easy for us. Maybe next time try a little harder Zach, but it was fun. So this is a very short video to say hello. To each and every one of you and we are watching and waiting and again thank you for congratulating us it doesn't mean we like you but we will have fun destroying each and every one of you until the next time see you all soon <laughs> Oh, <sighs>